Now, Singapore Today with Lance Alexander and Daniel Martin. For this evening's Millennial in Business, we speak to Hilary Chio, who is the Managing Director at MM Gallery, which is a stone specialist now established in 1992. MM Gallery specializes in supplying a wide range of natural stones and providing solutions to architects, interior designers, furniture craftsmen, developers and homeowners. Yeah, and we now welcome Hillary. Welcome into Singapore today. Now, are we are we talking about I mean big natural pieces of stone like like marble or are we talking about small little jet, nice gems like diamonds and rubies? Hi. Uh, unfortunately, we're talking about the big natural pieces of stone that you see on your walls, your flooring, even your ceiling, and even your marble statues, if you want one. Wow, that's <laughs> fantastic. fantastic. Hey, Hillary, uh, how did you learn about appreciating the quality of a stone? Because to me, I look at a stone, a stone's a stone. I look at marble, marble's marble. So you're saying that there is a fine art to appreciating the quality of a stone. Yes, there is certainly an expertise in understanding the craftsmanship in stone, how it's formed, where it comes from, how do you process it, because it's natural stone, right? Every single piece is slightly different, you know, they're unique. And I learned it because I got groomed since I was young. I was basically brainwashed, you know, brought over to work since, you know, every single school holiday, every weekend, my parents would just bring me to work because it's a family business. Oh, that's lovely. But yeah. Hilary, so when you see a piece of stone, I mean, I'm just trying to think, I mean, you, you, you touch it, you make sure it's, it's great quality. What sort of speaks to you from the stone? How do you know that this is a really good piece of stone? Yeah. Okay, so the first thing I would note is um, just from the look of it, so just by looking at the stone, I can I can actually tell where it the stone comes from, from its really? granulation. Yes, you the can way it's tell. So, so hang on, hang on, Hillary. <laughs> I'm just wondering. So you look at a, a piece of stone and you can say, "Oh, this is from Greece," or "This is very likely from Northern Africa." You can actually pinpoint locations. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's wow. correct. Because each uh, each uh, major continents have different um, characterization of the stone. For example, Brazilian stones tend to have a lot of crystals inside, so they have a lot of uh, minerals. So you have you can see like iron, copper, a lot of nice colors come from it. <laughs> okay, so maybe around this region, just in Southeast Asia alone, mm -hmm. where can we get some really good stones? I'm talking about you know real good quality stones. Okay, for the best value for money marble in South Asia, I would say it would still be Indonesian marble. We actually have very good uh, beige marble in Indonesia. Black marble, I think the closest would be China. Okay, but so, the, the Chinese marble oh, tend to be a bit soft. A bit Sorry. soft. Oh, uh, no, okay, okay no, I'm just wondering, so is, is black marble a cheaper form of marble or a more expensive form of marble? Um, the way to evaluate marble would be on its uh, density. Mm -hmm. It's coloration because, like it or not, marble is something that you use for aesthetic purposes, right? It's to decorate your flooring, your house. So the design of the stone actually plays a big uh, value, right. and also the the density actually plays a part in maintenance. So the denser the stone, the the least you need to do to maintain. Right. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to think because you said earlier that you you can look at a piece of marble and know exactly, or a piece of stone and know exactly where it's from, which is wonderful. It's like sort of a, you know, a a, a person who's in, into wine about 
smelling wine or mm. tasting wine. They know exactly which grape, which where it's come from. So when you get that piece of stone, do you then also know exactly how it would um, fit within a house? I mean, because I know that you supply to architects, mm. interior designers, furniture craftsmen, etc. But would you say, okay, you know what, that would be great for a floor, that would be great for a, a piece, a, a table piece? Yes, of course. So when I look at a stone, right, I get a sense of where it comes from. So where it comes from plays a big, uh, it, it's a big factor in, in the determining where the stone is gets applied in the house. So for example, if I look at a stone and I know it's a soft stone because of the crystallization, it's very, it's like looking at a video. You have a high resolution video at 1080p. So that's usually a very dense stone, usually mm -hmm. come from Italy or the Brazilian area where it's old. And then you have the low quality video, like 240p. Wow. And that's the, the stones that come from that region are actually from China, Turkey. They tend to be soft. Okay. So when it's soft, I'll, I'll tend to avoid applying it in bathrooms because you can get issues you know, with water absorption and all this. <laughs> right. Hillary, this is a family business. Like you said, you were dragged on trips because they wanted you to obviously continue with taking over this business and doing a good job what's it like working with your parents i believe you you call your your parents boomers <laughs> there's nothing uh, wrong with yes, that I'm, I'm a sort of a in-between boomer myself so i'm just wondering you know is it because it's it's more difficult to work with them because they've got different ideas they're always peering over your shoulder making sure you're doing the right thing and it's it's it, it can be a bit uh, tiring sometimes is is that an issue for you um, there's nothing wrong with my parents being boomers, to be exact, because okay. it's a different generation, right? Mm -hmm. The way we are, we grow up, it's a different mindset, you know, the world's a much more different place when they were growing up versus when I'm growing up as a millennial. Right. So, um, okay. But, but are there conflicts as well? Because they would like things to maybe be done in a certain way and you like to go in a totally different direction. So is there conflict? How do you resolve these conflicts? There's always conflicts mm. in any family, regardless, especially when when it's family and work, right? It's double, it's a double whammy because you spend more time with each other. You end up discussing more topics with each other. So there's always mm. going to be conflicts. It's just a matter of how we can you know, explain the value or what, what we see is different because we all know that the end goal is going to be the same. We just want to make sure that the company is growing. We can feed our employees. We can feed mm. ourselves. We're all happy, you know. Uh, so we just try to settle it immediately once we have a problem coming up. We don't try to keep it for a long time in, internally. Otherwise, it will blow up like, in a, like a bomb, you know. Okay, yeah, I guess it's important because it's important to resolve these issues yeah. and not let it fester. I got you. Yeah. So, Hilary, I'm just looking at your website and there's this absolutely gorgeous pieces in there, you know, that, that are finished, obviously, and people can mm. can can have in, in, in their homes or their, their offices or whatever. So when you can you sort of re rewind and just take us to the, the bit of when you see that piece of marble, that piece of stone, then what happens? You, you, you know, you get that piece of marble, your team works on developing that piece of marble uh, what, what happens then and then mm. you know before before you make um, and before you sell those pieces okay um so the flow of process right when it comes to natural stone for mm. marble um for example i will go to a big exhibition so normally i go to two exhibitions every year which is the the siaman stone fair to look at the cheaper materials and stone missionaries and then i also go to the big uh, italian fair in september and that's where I look at the 
but the mo- one of the most complete stone collections in the world usually shows up in Italy. The right. the higher end materials, the more dense ones, also shows up in Italy. So I get to look at like seventy plus different country suppliers all at once, and there might be like a thousand stone variations to look at. So when I look when I go to these exhibitions, I get to the, talk to the quarry owners, the distributors. Then I pick which stones I want to bring into Asia to stock in, and after that, I will start promoting the stone to the architects and interior designers to let them know this the new stock that's coming in. Mm. This fits in a you know minimalist style, classic style, all the different styles depends on the design trends of the year. Yeah, and see whether they want to see it for you know for general flooring, for variation for your bathroom, or all this. Do Do you have a say though, Hilary? Because you know you you're seeing it at its 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 raw form in these wonderful mm. places in Italy and and Xiamen, I think you said in China. You've seen them in its in its raw form. So when they when you do bring them into Asia and then you talk with the architects and the and the designers, do you? also have a say or are you you handing over those stones and then it's like bye-bye uh usually when when i try to promote it right i put it in renderings so the architects and designers can have a can have a vision of how the stone would look like because i I understand that they're very busy right they have to handle like over a hundred different materials not just on flooring on everything else you know, so sometimes their brain juices a bit, you know. Sure. You know, I went to your website as well and I clicked on the video and I saw this incredible curved marble. I think it was yes. for, was it for a table or a chair? It was amazing. So my... How do you yeah. get to, you know, make marble so flexible? You know, you go to Italy and you see it. Mm-hmm. These incredible sculptures, you know, by the greatest sculptors in the world. And then you now do something like that you're actually creating art aren't you yes so my company mm gallery is the only company in the world that can bend marble so the pieces that you see in my website are not carved they're literally marble sliced into two millimeters and bent over a structure okay so so how do you do that do you use a lot of water you've got to sort of break it down and create that curve or is it done through uh, some sort of machinery this is fascinating Okay, so the process is that first we have to get the stone from wherever it comes from. Mm-hmm. We slice it thin using a slicing machine. So we slice it to a two millimeter sheet of marble. And then we make a structure and then we treat the marble like a wrapping paper. We wrap it over the structure. So the wrapping part is the one that took us about 10 years to R&D and figure out which stones can bend and up to what extent. It's actually just a matter of forming the marble on top of the structure. You just bend, literally bend it over with you know, labor. Okay, so that whole process could take a very long time, yes? And people are quite patient. Obviously, you're talking about some high net worth clients and they're willing to wait for a long time while you get this whole process done to perfection? Um, actually, this process was made to simplify things and to accelerate the timeline. Because normally, if I want to do anything organic shaped, for example, if I want to make a pillar... I have to get the block from wherever the stone's from. It might take two or three months for shipping, logistics alone. Then you have to carve out the pillar from the block, which will take like another one or two months. Mm. And then you might have rejection because, you know, you don't know what's inside the block sometimes. Yeah. You can get a crystal, you can get a crack, the block might, you know, collapse. But you so have, to take, you have to take on, yeah, exactly. Because obviously the client doesn't want to hear all this. They just want a really good product. So you have to bear that cost in case something breaks or cracks, yeah? Yes. So with the bending marble technology, it's actually great because we cut down on a lot of things. Mm. So number one, I can just take whatever existing material I have, 
because I can just use it in slab form, slice it thin, make the structure, which takes a lot less time that, than you would think. Like if I make a pillar, maybe I'll cut down one third of the time. Mm. And it saves so much material and, and money as well. Okay. Hey, I love it. Hillary, tell your yeah. boomer parents you're doing a great job, okay? Fantastic. Yeah, Hillary Chio, who is the managing director at MM Gallery, which is a stone specialist. Mm-hmm.